Welcome back in to Small Talk with Sims, a short segment presented to you by the Hitstick Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host for the evening, Chris, not the quarterback, Sims, and today I have a fun and exciting episode planned for you guys. It is Friday, April 23rd of 2021, and today we are diving in to the 2021 rookie class. We got the NFL draft right on tap happening next week, Thursday, April 29th, I believe, starting at 8 p.m. Eastern time. I don't fucking know. But yeah, anyway, the draft is around the corner, so we are excited to start talking about these rookies coming into the league and where they may or may not end up. Up. Um, as always, you know where to find us, Hitstick Fantasy on Twitter, Hitstick Fantasy on Facebook, Hitstick Fantasy on Instagram. Like, subscribe, hit us up, shoot us a message, find out about how you can be on the podcast, and, you know, have us answer some of your questions live. We love to help you guys out, to gear you guys up to make a championship run in 2021. I want you guys all to know to stay posted as next week we will be getting back in the booth full cast with Seta and Ryan back in action as we are going to talk favorite landing spots for these rookies. So, But today, I'm going to be jumping into my personal pre-draft top 20 rankings of this 2021 rookie class. Now, to be clear here, a lot of this can change because the NFL draft it plays a major role on the values of these players. Obviously, you know, that, that would just make sense. You can't really know how to value these guys until they're actually on teams. So this is strictly pre-draft of who I like based off talent, uh, but opportunity and landing spot, it's, it's just as important as talent. So we've seen a lot of talented players in college go to terrible landing spots and be complete dog shit in the NFL. So, that's something to definitely take in mind. This is a fun episode. These are guys for you to kind of keep your eyes open. If you're listening to a football podcast for fantasy in April, I'm willing to bank you're going to watch the draft. So these are some players to just kind of keep your eyes open for. See, you know, maybe if they do hit it big and land in one of these big spots, you'll know some of the big spots probably on Tuesday when we uh, jump into that dream landing spot episode. So, but we're going to kick things off here because I got a lot to cover. Uh, sit back, relax, maybe crack open a cold one or a juice box or whatever the hell you prefer to have and uh, prepare because this might be a little bit longer than the normal small talk with Sim segments because I have 20 rookies to cover. So we're going to start things off with my number one player in this class so far as of today, and that is running back from Alabama, Najee Harris. Coming in at 6'2", 230 pounds, and he fits the mold of a three-down running back. Uh, I really like this kid. I think he's um he's a little underrated in the passing game. I think a lot of people are giving him the comp that he's not that great of a pass catcher, and I have no reason to believe he's not. He seems like he is actually able to get it done from that end of the um that end of the game. He has a 4.45 40-yard time, and you know I just we got we saw a lot of great things from this kid last year when he kind of just took the entire league by storm. And I think one of my favorite things about him is, as I always love to preach, opportunity is king in fantasy football. And he looks like he's going to warrant a first-round draft pick here. So if a team invests a first-round pick in a running back, especially nowadays, he they're going to get used. And also, in regards to the reception comment, he had 43 receptions for 425 yards and four touchdowns. That's That's not bad at all for a running back. 
He also did 251 attempts for 1,466 yards and 26 touchdowns on the ground. I love him as a goal line back. I love him. He He's a three-down back, and that is huge in today's NFL. So I'm going to be very curious to see where he ends up. That's definitely going to kind of gear who actually is the best running back of this class. His landing spot's going to be huge, as the other guys that are below him, I think, are very much talented and similar in some of the same aspects that he is. But as of right now, I love Najee Harris. I'm not concerned that he went to Alabama. I know that that's a big thing because they have the best of everything. It's not something that's steering me away from the kid. He looks good. So anyway, coming in at number two, I'm talking about Javante Williams, running back for North Carolina. He's 5'10", 220 pounds. I love his ability to break tackles. This was one of the best broken tackle percentage guys that we saw in all of college football last season. And he he knows how to make it work. I, I absolutely love the things that, you know, you, when you see the way he plays, his game, it's very, very just, it's elusive. He's good at making those shifts and making those turns. He has a 4.5540 time, which is pretty damn good for a running back. So he has some speed and I like that he can be, I love the fact that he fits the mold of somebody that can get the goal line carries. Uh, He does have that three down running back appeal, similar to Najee Harris. And I I just think he's very, it was very hard to pick between him and Harris at number one. I know a lot of people have the guy I'm about to mention next, Travis Etienne at number one. And I don't think you're wrong for thinking that. And I know a lot of people have Javante Williams at number three. I think all three of these guys are phenomenal players and are going to be great running backs for fantasy and great running backs in the NFL. The lowest I see them being, their floor, in my opinion, is an RB2 for fantasy purposes, and that's for all three. So landing spot is really going to determine which one is the actual 101 in your dynasty rookie drafts or which one is the one you want to target early in a redraft perspective. But I love a lot of what I saw from Javante Williams. I, I'm really high about the kid. I really like, I'm excited to see where he's going to go. So anyway, as I've already hinted, uh, the number three in my rookie rankings is Travis Etienne, running back out of Clemson, came in at 5'10", 203 pounds. He's very, very explosive in the passing game. This is somebody that can definitely fit the mold of that Alvin Kamara-ish kind of player so you know somebody that you can look and he's not he might not get the highest carries total in the NFL but can look in somewhere between 80 to 100 targets per game and are not per, well, well, per game that, that'd be a lot of targets per game no but per this you know that's you can be walking away with a running back that's getting like 70 catches similar to what Alvin Kamara did and you know you see he's got a 40 time of 4.41 seconds granted now all of these 40 times are a little bit skewed because you know the whole pro day this pro day that bullshit 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 uh, not official from the combine, but it's not something that I think you should read too much into the whole combine and the 40 times and all that stuff. They're, they're not a telltale sign of how good a player or fast a player actually can be. When you slap those pads on them, it makes a difference, but these running backs do have speed and they're definitely something, you know, it's definitely something that's nice to know and look out for, but I do think ETN is capable of being more than just a pass catching running back. I think he can handle a big workload and, both his uh, sophomore and his junior year, he had 200 carries, and he turned those into 1,600 yards. So, yeah, this kid is good. I'm excited for Travis Etienne as well. Coming in at number four, we have Devonta Smith, wide receiver for 
Alabama. And he comes in at 6'1", 170 pounds. A lot of people are uh, freaking out about that 170-pound mark, which he actually, I think, lost four pounds. I think he's at 166 now. Could be wrong, but here's the reasons to not be concerned about Devonta Smith's size. Are you ready for it? I'm going to tell you. Are you ready? Ready? 117 receptions, 1,856 yards, 23 touchdowns. This kid is an outlier for his size. I fully believe in that. I'm going to bank on the talent of what I saw from this kid do. And I'm an OSU fan, so I watched him destroy us in that championship game. And there was just nothing I could do to stop him. And what does OSU produce all the time? Top defensive players in the NFL. So this is the first wide receiver that we've seen in years walk away with the Heisman Trophy. He is super explosive, and he is great with his route running. And he has a great work ethic. That's the thing I love the most about him. This is a kid that's always trying to get better. You never see him taking a playoff. And I'm not worried about his size. He's elusive enough to adjust and take hits in a way that is not going to cause damage to his body. You know, you see him when he's playing on the field. They never touch him. So you don't got to worry about him getting hurt because he's not getting touched. And he's smart. He knows how to go out of bounds. Um, I love Devonta Smith. I'm not at all concerned about having him as my wide receiver one. And I think he's going to be a great compliment. And I have a few places that I'm really hoping he lands up in. And I'm hoping that it, that falls through. But I, I love the kid, Devonta Smith. He's going to be, He's. I think he's going to be great. So only time will tell. Moving forward to number five, it's Kyle Pitts, tight end out of Florida. Came in at 6'6", 240 pounds. This is one of the best tight end prospects that you have ever seen. And I don't need to spend too much time on him because I'm sure everybody is talking about Kyle Pitts right now. But He's capable of basically being a wide receiver and being utilized in ways, you know, that you can only imagine. You could definitely make an argument for taking him earlier than some of the guys I just mentioned. So it's definitely something to work or to look out for. It'll be interesting to see where he lands, but I don't really think it matters where he lands. He's going to be a top talent in this NFL. And having a good tight end is such an advantage in fantasy football. You can make an argument to take him at the 101 if you really needed a tight end, because I do think this is... This is definitely the best prospect at his position compared to everybody else because there is no other tight end, in my opinion, that even comes close to Kyle Pitts. And he could be one of the outliers that doesn't take the full two to three seasons to, to kind of break out. But it's going to be something to monitor. There's definitely no doubt that everybody loves Kyle Pitts, and he is uh, he's going to be, I think he's going to be pretty good. So, but I'm um, coming in at number six for me is another Alabama wide receiver, and that would be Jalen Waddell who came in at 5'10", 183 LBs. Uh, everybody is right now trying to say that he is uh, Henry Ruggs 2.0, and to all those people, I say, shame on you for comping my boy Jalen Waddle the way in such a disrespectful manner. Don't you compare him to Henry Ruggs. I don't care that they both went to Alabama. That doesn't mean shit to me. Uh, I love Jalen Waddle. I think he is a lot better of a receiver than Henry Ruggs. I really do believe that. He has excellent speed, had a 4.37, 40 time. Again, unofficial, but whatever, fuck off. So, but lots of speed. I think the one thing, though, to matter, because he, he is similar to Henry Ruggs. He's just better. He does everything that Henry Ruggs does, but better. So landing spot is going to be important. I don't want to see Jalen Waddle go with another Derek Carr or, you know, somebody that is not capable of unlocking his full potential. Now, we're going to talk about this, you know, on the next episode. I'll be able to get into some of these landing spots that I do like for him. But I think he's going to be a great receiver in the NFL. And I love the way, you know, it's going to be fun to see how coaching staffs look to utilize his speed. 
He should definitely be a return guy anywhere he goes because he's great at that. And he's going to be an exciting player, without none to say the least there. Moving forward to my number seven in my pre-draft rookie rankings, and that would be Jamar Chase, wide receiver for LSU, coming in at six foot, 207 pounds. A lot of people are going to give me shit for not having Jamar Chase higher. Give me one second. I got to take a drink. Got to stay hydrated. It's very important when you're rambling on about fantasy football nonstop. But my my thing to say about Chase, and, you know, I, I get it. I really do. I understand it. You know, the, I definitely have him lower than most people would. And you, every, all the Jamar Chase truthers out there, you're more than welcome to come at me. The kid does have speed. He's 4.43, 40-yard dash time. But my issue with Chase, or with, yeah, with Chase, he's really good at everything but I just don't think he's great at anything. And that's the problem with him. And I think that work ethic is another thing that concerns me on him is, you know, you could kind of tell when you watch him, there was when the ball was not going his way in college, you could absolutely tell by the way he played on that play. When that play was not designed to go to Jamar chase, you could tell it was easy to read. And in the NFL, you will get picked apart for that shit. That shit does not fly in the NFL. You take plays off. You're going to get benched. Um, I think, you know, like all these players, landing spot could be huge. You know, if he ends up in Cincinnati and some of these other guys are in terrible garbage landing spots, that's definitely going to that's gonna change some things. But I just, I don't think he's as great as the entire fantasy community thinks he is. I do think he's good. I mean, he's my number seven. That's not like, it's not like that's bad. He's the wide receiver three. I like Waddle a little bit more than him, and I'm sure I'm going to get a lot of shit for that, which is fine. But I, I just, I'm not as crazy about Jamar Chase as everyone else. Uh, moving forward here, Michael Carter, running back for North Carolina. He's coming in at my number eight in these uh, pre-draft rookie rankings. He came in at 5'9", 200 pounds. He is excellent in the passing game. I loved watching his highlight reel. He is definitely an explosive player that has great vision, and I just, I'm just i excited to see where this kid is going to land up because I, right now I think he's kind of being underrated. Uh, he had a 40 time of 4.5 which granted, remember, skewed a little bit, yeah, whatever. But, you know, I, I'm excited about him. I think he's being slept on big time right now. All the highlights I saw, he looks like, in my opinion, he's very similar to uh, Javante Williams, his uh, partner in crime last year, as they both just tore up the league. But he has great hands, and he is going to be very good in the passing game, and I do think he's capable of running through the tackles when he needs to. I think he's going to be a steal for a team, and I really, really like his explosiveness. He's going to be a fun player to watch, that's for sure. He's somebody that I want to keep my eye on. If he gets a good landing spot, uh, he might move up. If he gets a bad landing spot, he might move down. We'll see how that plays out, but I'm excited for Michael Carter. Uh, Moving forward to my number nine, Trevor Lawrence, quarterback for Clemson. Everybody knows that name the long-haired uh, warrior that, yeah, you know, Trevor Lawrence, blah, blah, blah. Six foot six, 220 pounds, considered the next generational talent. And what I like the most about him is we kind of already know what we're getting with him. He's going to what should be a great system with Urban Meyer, and he has a great arsenal of, peop- of receivers and talent around him to kind of get his feet wet right off the rip. 
I like DJ Chark for him. I love Marvin Jones as a great veteran locker room presence and somebody that he can really look for in the red zone. You know, when he gets down in the red zone and you got a guy like Marvin Jones who's had nine touchdowns in three out of his last four seasons and is just knows how to get open in the end zone, that's something that's going to be great for Trevor to look to and get out of trouble. I don't think they brought Marvin Jones in for no reason. They went out and signed him, and they're not really a contending team. So it didn't really make sense to bring him in, but he's going to be great to mold Trevor Lawrence. Um, so my issue, my concern with Trevor Lawrence, though, is that he tends to throw a lot of ducks, and that's not going to fly in the NFL. You cannot be throwing ducks and expect to be, you know, a great quarterback. So he's got some things to work on, but these are rookies. They all have things to work on. It's very rare that a rookie just walks in and just lights the league on fire the way that Justin Jefferson did last year. That's just not something we normally see, or like somebody like Justin Herbert. Apparently, if your name's Justin, you can... um you can light the league on fire your rookie season. That seems that seems to be the pattern. We should just get a lot of Justins to come into the NFL. If your name is Justin, go apply for the NFL draft because you might be really good, and they might draft you, but they probably won't. So anyway, uh, but yeah, I like Trevor Lawrence. I think that number nine in a one QB league, this is not super flex rankings, obviously. If it was, he would be at number one. I think that was pretty easy to figure out. This is uh, what we stick with the basics on half PPR, one QB. But um, I think right around there is where I'd be comfortable taking him. You could put the argument to put him before Michael Carter. That's definitely something you could do. You could even, if you want to get crazy, if you love Jamar Chase, you could put him before Jalen Waddell. Obviously, you have to look at what your team needs. But I, if you're looking at pure talent, I like Trevor Lawrence a lot. Uh, moving forward to my player number 10, that would be Rashad Bateman, wide receiver from Minnesota. He has 6'2", 209 pounds. Excellent hands. I love this kid's contested catch reel. He is I, he's one, one of the safest picks, in my opinion, from this class for fantasy purposes, um, regardless of where he goes. He is very, very NFL-ready. 4-3-9, 40-time, and he's one of my receivers that I'm very excited to see. If this class wasn't as loaded at receiver as it is, if this was any other year, I think you'd be seeing Bateman at, one or, at two or three in regards to as the wide receiver. Um, but he's somebody that I'm excited to see, and where he lands is going to be big. i got a few places that I really hope he goes, but I think this kid's going to be a good NFL possession receiver. So that's definitely something to look out for. Coming in at number 11, that would be Elijah Moore, wide receiver for Ole Miss. Coming in at 5.9, 185 pounds. He had a 4.35 40-yard dash time, unofficial. Uh, he's got good hands, he's a strong route runner, and he's got big playability. He had a fun highlight reel, I'm not going to lie to you guys. And when you watch all the other, you know, when it's not the highlights and it's just stuff, he, I like the little things that he does. I think this kid could really help an NFL team, and I think he's somebody that's explosive enough that can make an impact on your fantasy roster. Um, I really just like what I saw from Elijah Moore. He's somebody that at first was kind of low in my rankings, and then the, the more and more I dug into him, the higher up he moved, and he's moved higher, higher, and higher up. So... We're going to see where he lands, and that's going to definitely impact if maybe he can. He's somebody that I think could jump some of these other guys that I've talked about. Like, I could see a world where I like Elijah Moore more than Waddle, more than Chase, more than Bateman, if he gets the right landing spot. He's definitely a name that you want to keep your eyes on come Thursday and Friday and Saturday. He's probably going to be a day two pick. I don't see him making it in the first round, but, you know, if he did, that'd be pretty crazy. Uh, but I like him. I like him a lot. I think that he's um, especially somebody that you can get in the back of the first round. He could definitely be, you know, somebody that slept on a little bit. I got Terrence Marshall, 
wide receiver for LSU coming in at number 12, rounding out the first round here of a 12-man standard half PPR league. He is 6'3", 201 pounds, at a 4.38 40 time. He is an exciting fast player to watch. He has, a, like I said, he's got a lot of speed, and he can catch in traffic. You see a lot of contested catches with him, you know, where he, and he was a top prospect for pretty much his whole career. Uh, last year, not, not the greatest year for him, but, you know, whatever. It was a weird year with COVID, and that team had a lot of weird things going on. But I'm excited for Terrence Marshall. I think Terrence Marshall is, if you can get him, especially somebody that's going in the back end of the first round right now in your standard rookie drafts or somebody that you can keep an eye on for redraft, he could definitely be one of these players that breaks out midseason. He could be a good player. If you're in a keeper league and you like to, you know, and you have to pay the round of the pick, like if you take a guy in the 13th round and to keep him the following year, you just got to pay your 13th round pick. He's somebody that could be worth stashing on one of your late round picks that could possibly break out and be a great keeper for you in the following season. I got Kenny Gainwell running back for Memphis coming in at 13, 5'11, 194 pounds. Up. One of the big things about size is a concern for Kenny Gainwell. That's uh, something that I think is uh, definitely to take a, you know, I don't like the 194 pounds yard or pound mark there for my running backs, but he's very fast at a four four forty, and he's excellent in the passing game. And I think he's going to be a great compliment to, you know, I, I, I see him being in a committee. He can still command carries though. He did have 231 carries for 1,459 yards and he should be very exciting to watch. So if he needs to be the guy, he can do it, but I think he's going to be drafted in the NFL to be more of a compliment in a committee as the more pass-catching option there, but we will see because if he gets the right landing spot, he's another player that could skyrocket up. He's a definitely one. He's one of the wild-card players you want to watch for in this league So or for this draft. Moving forward to my number 14 in my pre-draft rookie rankings, and I'm talking about Chuba Hubbard running back for Oklahoma State, six-foot, 207 pounds, has electric speed, a 4.3640 yard dash time, very elusive, great cuts, and he should be able to make guys miss with ease. He has excellent ball carrier vision, and look, I love everything I saw about Chuba Hubbard. Honestly, there's only one thing that's stopping Chuba Hubbard from being up ahead of Michael Carter and Kenneth Gainwell as my in my running back end of this, and that's just, I'm concerned about his ability to block. And I know from lots of experience that in the NFL, if you're a running back and you cannot block, it is harder for you to get on the field. So that is something that we are going to have to monitor with Hubbard. Uh, I Hopefully, if he that's something he can work on. I definitely think he has the ability to be a big-time playmaker in the NFL. But he's going to have to be able to block if he wants to command anything more than just a pass-catching, change-of-pace running back in a committee on an NFL team. That's his biggest hit. Outside of that, he is great. Like I said, his ball carrier vision is phenomenal. So he's going to be an interesting player to see where he lands, and that's definitely going to play into where he kind of falls, but that's something he is absolutely going to need to work on with that blocking. Coming in at number 15 on my pre-draft rookie rankings, we got Justin Fields, quarterback for OSU, six foot three, 227 pounds, runs a 4-4-40. He's a true dual-threat quarterback, and when I look at him, I see Lamar Jackson, but with a much better arm and a much better passer. I mean, Lamar's got a Lamar definitely has a good arm. He's got the the ball strength or the strength, but it's just not very accurate. Uh, if for some reason 
Justin Fields ends up a San Francisco 49er, that is going to boost his value. That's what I'm hoping happens. I hope San Francisco's smoke screening everybody and they're just saying, you know, fuck you guys. We don't want Mac Jones. We want Justin Fields. Because that's what they should do. He's the second best quarterback in this class, without a doubt, in my opinion. Um, you give him a guy like him, you know, with Kyle Shannon, who can really, really just get the most out of his skill position players. Um, and one thing I like about him is he's improved a lot over the years that from what we've seen, you know, I, I think a lot of the comps that people are giving to him that the like hits on him are a myth. I don't think he's a one read quarterback. I think he's fixed that problem. I think he, at one point he was a one read quarterback, but I like him a lot. I'm not worried about him. I'm excited to see where he lands. Coming in at number 16, we have Rondell Moore, wide receiver for Purdue, 5.9, 5, 5 foot 9, 181 pounds, and a 4.29, wow, what the fuck am I saying? 4.29 40-yard dash time. Look, very electric, and I think he's going to be a great complement to an already established wide receiver. I want to see him go somewhere with, like, Keenan Allen on the other side or with, like, Devontae Adams on the other side. You know, another great receiver that's going to really open him up to utilize his talent the best and really just be the best he can possibly be. That's what I'm looking for with Rondell Moore, but he's definitely a fun kid to watch. Uh, Coming in at number 17, we have Zach Wilson, quarterback from BYU, 6'3", 199 pounds. He is a gunslinger, and I know everyone's freaking out because he's probably going to be a Jet, but I'm not concerned about that. They have a very... Interesting receiving core with Denzel Mims, Corey Davis, Jamison Crowder, and Keelan Cole. And look, I think Zach Wilson just fits the mold to be a New York Jet court, a New York Jet. It's that's that just seems like a good spot for him. And I like the head coach they brought in. It's not Adam Gase anymore. So I think they're going to do a good job with him. But I love his gunslinger mentality. I love how he is not afraid to just air that ball the fuck out and whip it down the field. And he's accurate. He's a good quarterback. So. I think that him in that New York system is going to be good. Uh, it might take about half a year for it to come on, but I definitely see it being something that's successful. So I'm interested in Zach Wilson. At 18, I got Trey Sermon, running back for the Ohio State Buckeyes. Uh, 6'3", running back, 215 pounds, 40-yard dash time of 4.6. Not, not super fast, but not bad. He's got good footwork, and he's got good vision. And I think he's going to be a good compliment back. Uh, He averaged 7.5 yards per carry. I could see him going somewhere like Jacksonville and being a good compliment with uh, James Robinson or, but I'm excited to see what happens with him. He's another one. He's in that same tier with like, you know, I I wouldn't put him right in the same tier with like Hubbard, Carter and Gainwell. I think he's a little bit below those guys, which is why I have him ranked where I have him. But if he got, if he gets drafted by the right team, he could excel. I have a spot that I'd really like him to go but I will save that for Tuesday. So anyway, moving forward to number 19 here, we are talking about Nico Collins, wide receiver from Michigan. He is six foot four, 214 pounds, had a 40-yard dash time of 4.42. Look, you guys, I fucking love Nico Collins. I am all about Nico Collins. Do not be surprised if you see him shoot up even more from today, closer to the season and after the NFL draft. He is a big touchdown threat, and he can win jump balls for days. He is, and the one thing, and what I like, he's just an overall good receiver. He seems like he does everything well, and where you can get him, like, 
it's it's insane. I, I'm very excited to see what team takes a shot on him because I love his ability to catch contested balls. He's going to be a great red zone threat for a quarterback, and he's just somebody I'm excited to watch. So, But uh, keep your eye on for, out for him. If he gets a good landing spot, I could definitely see him shooting up my rankings. And to close things out with my last guy of the evening, I'm talking about Khalil Herbert, running back for Virginia Tech. He has five foot nine, two hundred and twelve pounds. Had a forty yard time of four point four six. Again, not great, but it, it's it's fast for a running back. So, but what I like about him is he's he's fast and he's kind of bulky and he can break tackles and he has he's really good at combining that speed with his power. You watch his highlight reel and he is a bulldozer. So, I'm interested to see what team takes a shot on him. I definitely like him. He's right, you know. And what I like about him is I think he has a lot of upside, and you can probably get him you know, in the back of the second round from your rookie draft or maybe even the early third. So that's something to keep in mind. Uh, I'm going to be very curious to see where he lands and ends up. That was my top 20 pre-draft rookie rankings. Um, you can definitely hit me up at T-H-T-S-I-M-S-K-I-D-15. That's that SimKid15 that Sims on Twitter. And we can discuss these rankings. You can tell me what guys you like, what guys you don't like. But these are some players that I think you should keep your eyes open for come draft day next Thursday. You know, sit back, open up some chips, and just watch where these players land. It should be fun. This is, you know, this this is it, you guys. After this NFL draft, we are on our way to fantasy football season. We are, we're getting there. It's, it's coming up close. Before you know it, we'll have training camp. Before you know it, we'll have preseason. And then before you know it, it'll be kickoff. And we'll be here talking... All that fun stuff. I cannot wait. I am so excited the closer that we get to the NFL season. But definitely um, stay tuned next week for our dream landing spot episode of all these rookies. We'll be talking about where they want, where we would like to see them go. As always, you know, you can find us at Hitstick Fantasy on Twitter, Hitstick Fantasy on Instagram, Hitstick Fantasy on Facebook. Like, subscribe, hit us up. And as always, you guys have a great night. We'll see you next week.